Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the podcast, Nikki Glazer Podcast. My mic is turned up loud, so I'm going to talk rather softly because um, I don't feel like walking across the room, crawling across the room, and turning it down to where it is. It actually sounds um, great to me. Oh, good. Oh, I'm glad. It just sounds like la- maybe it's turned up in my headphones. That's probably it. Um, I'm shoeless today. I just didn't feel like putting on shoes. And I thought maybe some people would be driven to our YouTube page if there's enough feet people out there. It could, it could affect the numbers. Our <laughs> numbers are low on YouTube. And if that becomes the place, like, I'm not, yeah. I don't want my feet like on a clip on Instagram. I don't want anyone to think I'm angling for that. But if the feet freaks are listening and, they're, and they want to see my feet, you got to go to YouTube. And that's going to be the place for it. Brian <laughs> out today. So if any of you are interested in that. Brian shirtless. Yep. That's right. I'm, I'm shoeless. Sure My elbows and, are out. Yeah, and Anya's not wearing underwear. <laughs> <laughs> That's we. It's just the idea of it. And if you want to hear I her, just feel super sexy that oh way. Oh my god, it just so feels so free. I just left the feeling of my linen jumper like just on my labia. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that turns someone that. on out I, there a there, lot. There's nothing that I could say that would be sexy. I don't mm. think I'm pop capable. No. <laughs> 
Oh, there is not. Uh, <laughs> is there? You see what I did with that? Um, Let's think of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, there could be something hot. That, I don't want you to say anything hot. I don't want to be turned on no. ever by you, Brian. If the, no. if, and I don't want you to be, ever be turned on by me. It's a great kind of relationship to have, a friendship where you're just like, there's just no, there's never been any of that, and there'll be none of that. And, yes. uh, and it's almost like brother, where you can't, because I'm comfortable being sexual around my parents and stuff, because it's so off limits that it's like, it's not weird to me. Like me talking about my sex life, it's just like, because there's so not someone I ever have sex with, it feels like okay to talk about it more freely. Like when you, I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone, but oh my anyway, God. I'm, I'm my favorite today. part of your act, I can't remember if this got cut out of good, clean filth or not. But Please tell or, me anything you think got cut out because I don't remember and I need to put it in my, I would like to use it for my next one. I don't need it, but I would the, like to. Was this in the special where you're like, okay, Imagine you had to make out with, or you had to t- have oh, sex yeah, with one of your parents. Oh, yeah, that's definitely in it. That's but in then the you said the line, minutes. you said the line live where you're like, I'm so sorry, but I, I we have to do this. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> would you rather go down on your mom or your dad if you had to? And you like, yeah. and it make everyone has to think about it. And it's, it's kind of like, I realize most of my act is trying to prove to people that they can't help their thoughts and that they're all fucking weirdos too. And that you that there is no free will and your thoughts just show up and i think that was a a kind of a challenge to get them to like i'm like i know you're thinking about it right now and let me just solve it for you real quick you got to go down on your mom because you would you just and then my are you got to tune into my special to find out why you should but it's uh you know it's perfect logic why you would um we have a lot to cover on the show today so i just want to full steam ahead i just want to say the topics i want to cover and i want to get to them if we can um brian's wedding i have um a couple of things that happened well that we didn't talk i mean there's tons of stuff you didn't get to i'm sure brian so just some like uh, loose ends on that um and then i would talk about taylor swift and noah and i in minneapolis on friday night this past friday which was an amazing trip in time and then i want to talk about my show with my dad that i did on saturday night in at yamava Yamava Casino. Oh, Yamava. 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 No, Yamava. That's it. I drove a lot. I drove past a lot of Yamava signs uh, really? this past week, and I was like, "How do you say that?" Did you see my face on a billboard? That would have been so cool. Because I was there. I'm sure it flashed by. I mean, I was a I was a hot ticket this weekend. I gotta say, they yeah. gave me a plaque, not a plaque, but a glass trophy. For nothing, it's not like I sold out or anything. I was very close to selling out, but it was like just a present. And then they made cookies of each of my eras. So like every oh, oh that's so, awesome. so, cool. cool. so cool, so nice. And so they were so nice to my dad and me, and um, and my dad and I sang and stuff. And um, I came up with a joke that is going to work for any casino. Let me see if I can remember it because the wording's kind of difficult to memorize. Um, Yamava is I found out is. Um, uh, what is the the tribe that was out there? I fucked it up in the showroom. Hold on. The tribe is... Shumash? No, it's a Saran, Serrano. Serrano? Is oh. that a type of pepper? That's the yes. CEO of Netflix. Oh, yeah. And Ted Serrano's. <laughs> Sarandos. Yes. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Um, <laughs> no, a Serrano pepper. It's the same tribe as that. Okay, anyway. Y- Yamava is Serrano for um, prosperity and growth at the expense of... You spending your child support check at the black table or something like that. Like there's, I have to memorize when I say it fast, it sounds cool, but it, I was like, it's like a long, it's a short word for like a long meaning, something that means a lot to them. Um, so that was fun. And then, um, yeah. And that's about all that's, but let's start with Brian's wedding. I just wanted to some 
loose ends or just some things I jotted in my phone while I was there. There's signs for falling rock, fallen rocks everywhere. You know, mm. when you're driving up there, what am I supposed to do with that sign? What, what how does that help me? or falling? Fall, fallen. Fall, oh, ooh, that's a good, it's written in fallen. Oh, so maybe I can do something with that. Cause they're lying in the road. And it wants me to watch out for the fallen rocks, falling rocks. I can't do a damn fun. thing about that. Have you ever seen one when you're driving? No. I, yeah, I one time, only one time in my life, I oh, was driving. God. It was a big storm. It was coming down Big Bear, uh, whatever that no. mountain is. And it was a big storm. We shouldn't have drove down the mountain. And it was like every five minutes, a rock would come tumbling what? down. Like and a we big were like, one? Um, big nothing, enough to crash through your window and like go through your head? The size of a... Softball yeah. or football. Yeah, so no, yes. bad, 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 bad rocks. We're like, what the hell are we doing driving down this Fuck. road right now? We had to get out because there was a gas leak in our Airbnb and we oh, couldn't stay there either. Oh, my God. my God. This I lived in New York City This is why I don't like the Air conditioners just fall. Oh, yeah. yeah all down 22nd Street. You've seen well, them fall before? I saw, I, I've seen fallen AC units and there That's are signs horrifying. that just say fallen. In New York City... Yeah. You know why you, there's so many scaffolding? It's because the buildings are so old that they pieces have to put scaffolding because yeah. pieces of the building fall off. That's not just New York City. That's every city of these tall buildings that have scaffolding. When they, in, when they, they have to inspect them every five years. And until they get the inspection done, they have to have the scaffolding up. And it's because a piece of a building fell on an NYU student back in yes. the 70s and killed her. There's a her. whole episode of that oh HBO show about it. How to with what's his yes. name? John, John Wilson. Wilson. John Wilson. Yeah, He's that's so a, good. That's a that's a fairly fascinating episode. It's kind of like Adam ruins everything, but with a guy who's kind of like a little bit different, leading you through. You mm-hmm. know? Yes. It's like, it, but it's it's so good. It'll make but, you cry every episode. You cry at least once. Oh yeah, it's touching. They just like film trash, kind of blowing around, and he'll just comment <laughs> on New York City. It's it, it kind of is American pot or American Beauty. That guy, like filmmaker, kind of. Um, but I wanted to say one day we were at Sirius Noah. At doing our show and a piece of scaffolding right down the street where we had all walked under hit a guy and killed him. Oh, oh remember yeah, that? I remember no. that. Yes. And it like happened while we were at work and we were all like, we could hear the sirens. We were like right by and it was like, oh my God, I walked that same thing. It just happened. That's always so, but you know what? Not the worst death. If we're talking about deaths getting hit, it sounds awful and it's embarrassing. And if you are alive for any of it, it's horrible. But if you get conked in the head that fast, you are out and you are dead. Conked. And it's, it, it's, you never knew it was coming. You know? Conked like, is such a funny word. Like the submarine guys. How Best did your way uncle to die, die, dude. Conked. Yeah. I just want to say about the submarine thing, people are all like, that's so tra- it's fucking tragic for sure but it literally is the best way to die i because they um you things you what your brain sees and then once your brain goes oh i know what i'm seeing it takes like 0.13 seconds to get to your from your eyes to your brain to be like that's what i'm seeing everything's delayed that much pretty much and then feeling wise it's some other fraction of a second where something hurts and then your brain processes it as hurt so for a while you get hurt and you don't feel it right and both of those are slower than the submarine impact based on the compression. So they never saw it, felt it, knew it was coming, had any moment of, oh shit, there was nothing. Literally the last thing they were like, hey, could you pass me that? It was like that. <laughs> like There was yeah. some mundane conversation. Like, I wonder what the conversation what was that was happening. Words? Of just like, have you guys watched Monk? 
Like, it was something like, oh, he's trying to, like, there was some, or like, hey, is the bathroom over? It was like something like that. Like, just, that's how, like, quickly you can go in that moment. I was, and now they're all goo. Like, the um, the amount of pressure is, like, the same solar, like, power as the sun. So, it melted them all to goo instantly. Mm-hmm. And then there's conflicting reports of whether this kid was like, I don't want to go. Or he like really wanted to go because his mom said he really wanted to go. And mm-hmm. everyone else before that was like the dad made him go. He was only going for his dad. But he wanted to solve a world record of doing a, solving a Rubik's Cube at the lowest. Um, what is it called? Depth. Yep. Thank you. Pressure. <laughs> yeah. So he brought his Rubik's cube down there and his, he had a goal. So I'm like, was he really drug into this thing? Like, I think we invent these narratives to sell a like more or, you know, the press does to sell a more interesting story of like this 19 year old, like everyone's referring to him as a kid, which like, that's fine. He is, but he's not, that's an adult age. So everyone's like this, my dad goes, this poor kid. And I'm like, he was 19. He wanted to solve a Rubik's cube down there. Like, I'm not blaming anyone, but like, don't make this about like, if it was a six year old kid, I would, you could say kid and like, oh my God, the parents made him. But, um, he had some agency. He a little bit. And and it's like no one deserved those. He didn't deserve to die less than the other people really, except like the guy that was in charge of it. I mean, that was fucking ridiculous. He, But he had a death wish. But wouldn't you go in a submarine if you were doing something a little bit dangerous and the guy who like his life, he's going in there with you and he made it and he knows he knows all the dangers. If he was going, wouldn't you go? But I learned you shouldn't go because people don't give a fuck about dying. They're not scared of it. Yeah, <laughs> there's some I people like my boyfriend. News, I I told talk to Ali about this, and I was like, we're never going to any billionaires anything for any reason. No. Yeah. N- I mean, I I will. I, I'm I will, friends with the billionaire, so I'll going. keep going to their Hamptons <laughs> house. <laughs> I don't have to sign seven pages of like I might die. I'm going to die documents to go there. But, but yeah, um, nothing risky. I'm not going in a rocket. I'm not going to another planet. No. I don't want to skydive but with a billionaire or otherwise. Would, and I'm struggling with it. He would go in Ocean Gate right now if they were still doing tours. <laughs> he really did. Would. You hear? Did you hear the thing that That's they? What he while they were looking for the dead people in the submarine they posted a job posting for a submarine operator you gotta be kidding me this just is like so funny (laughs) they were it's a comedy of errors uh, there was a whole backlash obviously like how could you do this but they then they took it down but yeah, they were like, oh, it looks like we need a, we have an open spot now for someone who's really good with submarines and wants to have a life of adventure. That is so f- I did. I went to the website and it was like still operating and up like yeah. ocean. It was still like, hey, you could charter this thing and then like you could buy the thing on there. Um, and then once you went to buy it, it was like file 404 not found. But <laughs> um, but it's it. Uh, what was I going to say about people are, um, you know, this what this did more than anything was start to have we're having conversations about how much we hate billionaires because no one felt any empathy or sympathy. Mm. And so it was really, I've read a lot of pieces about how, or I've just, I guess I've read a lot of headlines of pieces. And then I read maybe one of them about how we just love, we have no compassion for billionaires because we hate them because um, we kind of should. <laughs> weren't <laughs> like, there, we, I don't know enough about this story, but weren't there like, stories saying that no one had tried this out and it was a sort of, no, there was a the whistleblower. There was it's a whistleblower who said two years ago, missions. he yeah. uh, in, two, or in 2018, he said, this is not going to work. 
this is going to implode. He said exactly what happened was going to happen. And then they fired him and then they sued him for <gasps> saying those things. Wow. Yeah. No, this is and all where's bullshit. that guy? Now if that you're guy, listening, sir, you might be <laughs> entitled to some compensation. Well, yeah, so- he is on season three of Monk right now, so he made it. <laughs> did you did you see <laughs> did you see um the guy, Mr. Beast? I guess he's like a YouTuber, and he oh posted God. that he got asked to go on the Ocean Gate. Did no, you see that? No, he didn't. But but the text he shared, the screenshot of like the little blurb asking him to go was in blue, which means it was his phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he tried to like maybe no. Fake a message that he was invited on oh. and send it to himself and then screenshotted it and didn't show like the context. So, but now everyone's like, dude, it's not blue unless it's your phone, you know, the bubble. <laughs> so he's kind of oh, busted. No. But the, um, yeah, these, That's I mean, so the, there's stories coming out of like, I wanted to do this mission, which I always love. I love those where someone was like, I was supposed to be on the plane that flew into the world trade. Like, I, I don't mind those stories. Um, even though I'm sure some of them, like people are just trying to find some kind of connection to it. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up before we go to break about Brian's wedding. When we were there, I just want to get, this is like a Grace's um, AirPods incident that happened to me. But we were at the cute little sh- like um, town shops in the, what is it called? Grand Lake, Colorado. Yes. And yes. there is a, like a nice fudge shop or whatever. Oh and yeah, great fudge. Pe- yeah, so they're selling fudge in there. And then their next door to it, I think, is the the shop where it has rubber duckies in dif- as different celebrities. Yes, famous rubber ducky shop. It's called Quackers, yeah. And so it's just yes. different rubber duckies <laughs> that are like, you know, dressed up as different celebrities. But they definitely didn't have a Taylor Swift or any Beatles. So I do think that they are trying to get away with something because they know who's litigious. And so mm. you can't find like a baseball one. Like there's every sport. But like they have Rob like, Thomas? They, oh my God. <laughs> Quacks, oh, Quacks 20. They would have some, everything has like a pun about quacking yes. and oh. like um, something. Alice one Quacker thing. instead of Alice Cooper. <laughs> yeah, it would be that. It would be bad like that. Or <laughs> Not uh, that Bill, I can think of anything better. Bill literally, Clinton. the think tank on these quack names were t- is terrible. <laughs> it literally was like one guy, first thing he thought of. and um, But anyway, so... Outside, so Tim, Chris's brother, was in there buying gifts for people, and he's looking for a baseball quacker, which they don't. They have thousands of these ducks everywhere, and he's like, "There's got to be a baseball one. There's one for like lacrosse. There's one for like <laughs> you know cricket. There's got to be a baseball one." He could not find one, so I'm waiting outside the store, and I see on one of the bubblegum machines outside, on top of it is a box of fudge, brand new box of fudge. Oh, and I, I saw looked this, yes. inside, and I was like, "Oh yeah," and I was like. It's brand new. It was totally untouched on the top and everything had the perfect little like, you know, t- uh, tissue paper around like the beautiful packaging. And I waited and I looked around and then I was like, no one's coming back for this. If they do, it's going to be too late. And this is going to get thrown away. I know n- no one else eats other people's stuff like me, unless someone like Taylor comes along. She it's would inside do it. the store. No, it's outside the store. Okay. There's no one around. Like you could tell, like they put it there. They got some change out of their pocket for their kid to get a toy out of the bubblegum machine or whatever. <laughs> and then they just left their fudge. Like I do all the time. I leave my fudge everywhere. Like if I had yeah. fudge to carry around, it would get left. It's like takeout, Monday, Wednesday, you know? Friday. Every day, late and fudge. Yeah, well, it's I hard always, to finish your fudge. You gotta. People do. That's a very commonly just, left back food. 
I was watching something with the band Boy Genius, who I'm obsessed with right now, and the girl, um, one of the girls in it said that anything smaller than her hand, she will lose. And I just loved that because I relate to it so much. Like, anything smaller than my hand, do not give me, I will misplace. (laughs) And this fudge box kind of fit into that category. So... I was like, I'm going to take this fudge because my family loves fudge. I'll maybe bring it to like the after party on <laughs> outs. And Chris and Tim and Emma was Emma was cool with it. But everyone else seemed to be a little bit aghast at that, that I would take this fudge and not leave it. But if you leave it, sure, they might come back for it. They're not coming back for it. And if they do, okay, well, sorry, it's going to good use. It's not getting thrown away. The alternative in most likely scenario of this is that the fudge would get thrown out because someone would go, I'm not taking someone else's fudge. And, and then some guy cleaning up later, like it, someone had to take it and it's me. So what did you and, do with the fudge? I gave it to my dad. I gave it to my parents. Yeah, I took it home. <laughs> I was going to bust it out, but I, I forgot it was in my cabin and you know we were dancing the night away. It, did it you tell been. them that you bought it? Did I tell him the story? Who? No, I didn't. Um, no, I told him the story and they were proud. Ah. Yeah, I think that's the proper way to handle that situation. I don't think they were going to come back for the fudge. They were probably gone. But Chris kept making jokes about note. everything, like anything that was laying out. He was like, I guess I'll just take this dog bowl <laughs> because, you know, someone just left it. And I was like, that's not the same. And I know you're joking, but I are you? Because you're kind of judging me. <laughs> what, what about an ancillary note? On an ancillary note, I can't believe you've brought up fudge today so many times because on the girls chat, Hala asked us all today, if you found out you had a food allergy to something most people love, but you wouldn't care too much about giving it up, what would it be? And I thought long and hard about it. And then I definitively wrote fudge. Do people love fudge? Are they talking about fudge all the time around you? Probably not. I made myself I saw that laugh answer so and I was hard. I want everyone to think about the food that if you were allergic to and had to give up because you would die if you ate it, but it's a food that like everyone generally loves, it wouldn't be that hard for you to give up. What would that be? And we'll have Brian and Noah's answers in mind when we get back. But for Anya, it's fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking down the street cracking up myself up. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. 
Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Okay, we're back. So fudge is your answer of things that you associate. Most people would be like, I can't live my life without fudge. How am I going to do this, Johnny? Yeah, <laughs> That's the one you chose. It's more um, like I thought of like, what do I not like that other people like? And I'm like, oh, I fucking Oh, you don't like fudge. fudge. You hate oh. fudge. I well, fucking not really hate a sacrifice. fudge. What about something that I you know. would like that you are? Well, do you like brownies? Eat? If you found out you had a food allergy to something most people love, but you wouldn't care too much about giving it up, what would it be? Well, so yeah, that's I'm the just question. Like, take so it or leave it with fudge. Okay, okay. But why do you hate fudge? Do you like brownies it, or are those too rich? Oh, I love brownies. What is the thing that's aren't like, brudgies, I think it's fudge. Aren't brudgies, <laughs> aren't, aren't brownies fudgy? <laughs> brownies are fudgy. That's a, yeah. that's a, a verb that yeah. it, or an adjective that's used to describe brownies. I it's think only fudge, used for brownies. Fudge, <laughs> yeah, are you thinking of saltwater taffy? I hate saltwater taffy too. Okay, but we're no, getting closer fudge. to what you don't fudge, like. Fudge is Caramels? It's like, yeah, I fucking hate that shit. But the breakfast. Okay, we've, like, we've nailed it. Anything that's just too thick. But a and brownie like, is that has like that lava stuff in it, that yeah. chocolate. Oh, I love yum. that. Oh, like a fudge good. brownie shirt. It, that's not fudge. Fudge is disgusting. It's okay. like mar- almost well, you're marzipan. Wrong. It's just sugar. So it's like can't be bad. Yeah, it, I don't when like people it. Are like, when Chris will be like in his, a milkshake and he's like, nah, it's a bad milkshake. I'm just... I've said this before, but how could it be bad? <laughs> Unless the milk has gone bad, it is sugar and milk. Like it's cream and sugar. It like can't you can't it can't be bad. Isn't that oh, what you're signing so up for? There's so many bad ice creams. I don't believe it. Too sugary or it's okay. like not sugary. I enough. do. I am. I do not like when it's too sugary. And also sometimes salt and straw, which is a chain in L.A. Yeah. They make they come up with crazy flavors like. T- 
turkey oh, gravy yeah, get, or something. Oh, like, that's, that's just cream. for press. Yeah. You know, I one time did, there was a, a yo- yogurt store, you know, one of those 15 handles, 16 handle places. And they had a, um, Irish, no, no, no. It was um, Guinness flavor for like, Ew. it was for K, the month of K for, for <laughs> to celebrate K. And um, so... <laughs> I I was just had just quit drinking and my whole life motto was that people don't really like the taste of alcohol. It's a lie. Like if if it didn't get you drunk, no one would be like, oh, I love Guinness. And people are like, no, I love the taste of beer. If it didn't get you fucked up, it's disgusting. You're so stu- <laughs> like it doesn't taste good. Maybe you're used to it. Same with coffee. Coffee doesn't naturally taste good. You're addicted to the way it makes you feel. And so it makes you think you like the taste and you actually do. But it doesn't taste good. The like, kids aren't like I love hops. You know, like whatever yeah. kid <laughs> is naturally like interested in eating is generally something that's like good and not based on something that you have like a mental hook around. So my point is I went up to the guy at 16 handles go how much of this uh this are you selling and, and it was alcohol like it was it t- it wasn't alcoholic but it tastes like Guinness and he goes um oh none it's just people just sample it no one gets it and I go of course because it's not good but how many of those people are like uh how many people are like uh Guinness is my favorite drink why wouldn't you mm-hmm. like that as an ice cream then oh because ice cream's not getting you fucked up so it, <laughs> it proves my point and I felt so victorious yeah, Brian I'm what is yours alcohol in any they, they put it in cakes. They put like a rum cake. They yeah. put it in all sorts of things. Get it out or of those things. little it chocolates. Bad. Those little chocolates that have like oh, a little yeah. bit of liquor in them. I don't like that either. No, it's so people can get fucked up. People want excuses to have alcohol, but alcohol inherently in and of itself is a poison and does not taste good. That's why it is loaded with sugar. It's just the point of it. And it's okay 100%. that you like it because it makes you feel different. I like everything that makes me feel different. It is a problem in my life. So it's not a bad <laughs> thing that you like it because of that. But don't convince yourself you like the taste. It's it's your mind playing a trick on you, which is fine. It's cool, kind of cool. Um, but, uh, okay, there so Brian, what is There are three things that I don't okay. eat already that people like. Okay. Uh, well, one of them is... So do you most, have to, let's just throw those on the list. French fries. I don't eat French fries. Okay. Well, do you not eat them because you don't I don't eat fried eat... foods, really. Me neither. Fried food was my answer. Oh, I saw your answer. No, Damn it's it. okay. We are but why do you not eat fried food? Do you not like the taste? It There's makes no me way. feel oh, I love the taste. I mean exactly. fried foods are I mean, so fucking good. I could eat them all day, but it makes me feel like shit. Yes. Mm. I feel greasy and grimy and I then I can't move and then and then I and then I, I my face gets this greased. is mental for sure. Oh, well, because 100%. it doesn't have this much of an effect on and you. Then but I it does kill you slowly. Out of my eyes, and then I <laughs> yell at the sky. No, no it's I, you have like an allergic reaction to the idea of what it could be doing to you long term. Possibly, I'm getting better at it. I'm actually getting better at eating some fried Me too. food. Oh, wow. I'm trying because you know what? It's still, it's delicious. And in small quantities, you can have a little fun, you know, like I used to go (laughs) no, no to everything. Like I, I'm so in, I'm so out of control that if I have one fry, I will have to have all of them. Or if I have one piece of pizza, I have to have all of it. If I have one bite of pasta, I have to have all of it. And so I, I, I still have those where I'm cut off from it because I don't trust myself around it. But fried foods, I've been testing those limits and being like, I'm just going to let myself because it's if I order something and I don't know, you get it all the time. You order something and it's fried and you're like, fuck, you just like yeah. pick off the fry. You get it. Oh, just, my God. Yes. Just let yourself have a couple of them and pick off the rest, but enjoy it because it's so fucking good. 
I mean, there's sometimes it gets snuck into sh- to a sushi. Like if oh, it's tempura and you when didn't know. I'm like, know. whoopsie, didn't know. Yeah, but for me, because of my mental it. craziness, if yeah. I if I order sushi and then it's tempura and then I eat it and I didn't know, then I get all those weird symptoms where I'm like, I feel greasy and like shit. Right. There was one time I was at it's your rough. house. One of the oh. worst reactions I ever had oh, to no. food was back in 2017 or something. We ordered gyros from a gyro place. Yes. And um, I ordered the, a, a chicken salad. And I didn't know this about gyro meat, but basically, you know when you see like the spinning meat yes. on a stick? That is not meat. It is barely meat. I went on the internet and I looked up what actually is that. And it is 90% fillers. Some of them have literal sawdust in them and they all come from three distributors. Like every time you're like, oh, look at this Euro place, this unique, authentic Greek Euro place. If they have that spinning meat, they're probably getting it from one of three distributors and it's probably filled with sawdust and preservatives and it's probably like 5% meat. So I Yeah, ate that's that what chicken. someone told me about the, those places and Subway. They're like, you can, if you're a vegetarian, you can eat there because there's no meat. <laughs> it was... And their bread is made of yoga mats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a plastic. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, my dad said. We eat a credit card of plastic every week, each of us (laughs) in our diet. My dad said he prefers uh, American Express. I'm just picturing you, (laughs) Jay. That's a joke. I thought it was pretty good. Just like crunching into a credit card. (laughs) Yeah, it's cute. Um, I take it like communion. Okay, so fried food. Well, I was at your house and I ate the chicken. Oh yeah, you ate that chicken. Okay, remember that chicken meat? I ate it. And then I felt like shit. Oh, no. I felt so shitty that no. I, it was like, I left your house at like 1130 PM and I went running for an hour outside. Jesus. Cause I was like, I need to get this out of my body and I couldn't get it out. I haven't had a reaction like that in quite some time. I'm, I'm so more, glad. Cause you and I are in a good relationship. Yeah. That <laughs> keeps your head on, fucking like, on. But I haven't you know? had Euro meat since. I have could not you, had it since. Now, could Allie stop you out of one of those tailspins? Like, let's say you went out with your boys or something and you ate some of that meat and then you get home and you're freaking out. Would Allie go, yeah, go for a run? Or is like, is that a part of your... She must help with some of these anxieties, right? Um, there's nothing she can do. In fact, she can only make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... She could frustrate me and say like things that make me mad. But no, the only thing I can do are my little rounds that I do in my little room in the what dark. What do you mean? Rounds? What? I do my little rounds. What's I do little rounds? I, well, I have a, are I'm you a, a nurse in a psych ward? What's yeah, happening? I have to I have to I sign. eat my cookie in a round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while I, I walk around. And do my nurse uh, rounds and that's the only make, thing that makes me feel better. But no, there's I do this What's thing called the DNRS. DNRS is a program I do to help with um, my psychosomatic symptoms. And uh, there are these things called rounds where it's the dumbest thing ever, but it works. But literally you're in your room and you do these, you basically like do these hand movements and then you start associating positive memories. Like tapping? It's more like, uh, have you ever heard of NLP, like neuro linguistic programming? Yeah, I've been in a cult before. Yes, uh, so it's like that. It's it's a lot like a cult, but there's actually a positive benefit to it. It's this not, sounds you cool. To, yeah, if anyone my has, friend, 
If yeah, tell us has, about this. If anybody has psychosomatic issues, I I joined the DNRS program because of a really charismatic uh, leader who wanted to uh, put me in a harem. But after that, I, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I joined the DNRS program because I had um, multiple chemical sensitivities. I couldn't um, smell different cleaners and stuff. And um, yeah, I, I he c- would be walking down the street, and there was like this little scent of like a detergent in the air. He mm-hmm. would have chronic pain that would almost like paralyze him in pain, yes. right? Yeah. And brain like fog. Julianne Moore, and you couldn't and go safe. outside. Yeah, he couldn't go outside. He couldn't like it was keeping him inside and scared oh, to like no. go out in public because it's yes. perfume or something like it was yes. crippling for you right it started because i got a brand new car and the, uh, the yes. new car smell made me go insane and 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 i i learned later that it was associated with extreme anxiety but yeah. um i could i had to sell that car f I, like i bought the car brand new and then i had to sell it right away which was like a huge loss of money because i couldn't drive it couldn't drive Fuck. a car. And we know it loses its value when you drive it off the lot. As soon as you drive it off that the lot. That stinky car off the lot. Yeah. So it was in, in the, it's almost like when you pulled a geographical, like where you like, you got rid of the car thinking the car was a problem, but it, oh, it, yeah, kept and it, go- wasn't. it wasn't the problem. And I went on, I did all this research. I went on a spiral, like there must mm-hmm. be chemicals in the car. And I, I got really mad at the car manufacturers and for the whole world for like, how could you drive in cars like this? You're poisoning our bodies. So after you get over that phase where you're like mad at the world for having mm-hmm. chemicals in it, then you start to realize that this is a me problem. Have you ever seen it's Better me. Call Saul? <laughs> yes. Hi. I was thinking yeah. of his brother. So his brother in Better Call Saul has an electromagnetic <laughs> hypersensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was literally seeing that in my head. Yeah. And he has that and he killed himself. And a lot of people do kill themselves yeah. because they don't understand why it's happening. And it's just I mean, a torturous existence. And the thing is, it's like, it sucks so much that the ans- the, the the diagnosis is it's like, it's it's you. Because the thing is, it isn't you. Like no matter what, no matter what it is going on in you, you don't have control over that. So you can still look at it as something that is like happening to you, that you are not the person creating this because you're not. But because we associate with like, it's in your head, that seems like then you have control over it. So why are you doing it? You fucking crazy person. And it's just, it is is just as you're just as a victim to your brain doing that with anxiety as you are to the world having chemicals in it. If that were true, like what, you know what I mean? Like we, Mm -hmm. we look outside ourselves to be like, it's your fault. But the fact that it's happening in our head is also not our fault. So like, but that's the struggle with that stuff is because then you have to address that you have to accept you are like, I guess, crazy. But then you have to also accept that it's not your fault that you're crazy. <laughs> and then well, it's your subconscious mind, which yes. acts on its own. But you and you, you have what no you have control to, over. Right. Because the, the traumatic storm of trauma that created your uh, symptoms, you didn't have control over. Yes. But what you do have control over is how you react to things. And I would that's argue the you key. don't, but yes. But yes, um, you're right. You're what your conscious brain can do. And your then retraining your subconscious yes. brain to get the right messaging that like, hey, when we smell this thing, it's not that happening. And now we know that because we've imprinted it. They were talking about in this book that the book I'm reading, or maybe it was a video I was watching about the book. It's like if you wrote something on a piece of paper and you wrote it like um, 
no one loves me. And you wrote it over and over, just scratched over the same thing over and over. That imprint would be so strong and it would take so much longer to erase it than anything else. So, but that is what you have to do. You can erase it, but you have to like, the erase has to be doing it so much more. We've talked about this so much, but that's just another kind of like um, analogy to understand like your subconscious brain is like so susceptible to so much bad messaging from you. It's so yeah, it's hard. Like Once child. I know I'm out of control with my negative thinking and mm -hmm. I'm like, stop doing it because your subconscious brain is a baby that is listening. And you are shaping it to be what it's going to be when it grows up. Yes. So and how so does I have NLP to set a good help. example? Yeah. Well, uh, you know the Taylor Swift song that you were singing. I, I have a yeah. Radiohead song that I sing. Uh, that's the same message. Which is, you ever hear the song? Great. You do it to yourself. You do. <laughs> yeah. And that's what really hurts. That's how I, I sing that all the time to myself when I'm thinking this stuff. But that's yeah, not you good go messaging. You're not doing it to yourself. You well, that's can't why I'm really down, it. and I'm like, I hate myself. Oh yeah. I, oh, when you want a depression, and it's like it's my fault. Listen. I'm doing it to me. You gotta get you. That's but Brian, that is the key to getting over this, and I know you know that is like not associating that with it. But I, but I do understand. I'm such. I'm so guilty of like loving to listen to a song that like punishes me. Yes, punishes. Yes. Um, there, I have a whole playlist uh, on Spotify of uh, positive songs that, you mm -hmm. know, like Sunny Side of the Street. And what really oh, gets me cute. through a lot is Ren and Stimpy's Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy. You ever oh, that? yeah, that was fun. And the I log mean, song. That would bring log. me back. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs a log. That was because so good. Really, if you want to retrain your subconscious mind, you have to be like a psychopath happy person. You have to be so happy. Uh -huh. yes. And you have to be really enthusiastic about the things you want. So like if what you want... There's all these videos I watched about it, but it's, it's not, I'm excited about what I'm trying to imprint on my subconscious brain, which is I'm a great singer and I have, a, I'm a songwriter and I have a story to tell that someday is going to come out. So that's, or is that can come out that is locked inside me. That's the story I'm trying to tell myself. And one of those steps to getting your subconscious brain to think that is not only to say that to yourself a lot, but like to be really excited about this thing and kind yeah. of obsessed with it. And they give steps on how to like, cause sometimes the thing you want to imprint, you're not really that obsessed with. So they teach you ways to convince your mind that you are obsessed with it. But I'm, I'm glad because the thing I want to imprint, I'm already obsessed with and thinking about constantly. So my brain right, right now is thinking about stuff I'm th like is thinking about singing or is processing some kind of song I was working on before. Cause I know it is cause that's all I want to fucking do when I'm not doing anything else. So it's, it's stuff like that, but there are, there are tools that if the things you want to achieve are not things you're obsessed with, how to trick your mind. It's so fascinating. Your but, conscious mind is the manager and you can yes. assign your subconscious to do some work while you're even asleep. Yes. Yeah. It's so cool. And I wish I wouldn't have, I would have learned about this before I was 39. <laughs> I really do. Like if you're young out there and you have this, like don't sit on this, like just start exploring it because it is real. I was talking to someone about manifestation and they were like, you know, I don't believe in it, but everyone I know who's super into it, it kind of works for them. And yeah. that just may be people reporting only the good that happens. No one's going to say I did the secret and it didn't work because <laughs> it's like, it's, it's embarrassing to admit you fail. So it could be, you know, confirmation bias or whatever, but, um, but it, there's something to it. And I wish I would have gotten into it sooner and not like laughed at Jim Carrey and his million dollar check he wrote himself or whatever the fuck. And just I do been feel like, like Gen crazy. Z is ahead of the curve. My sister yeah. and I play this game where she calls it like geriatric or 
11 uh, year old because she thinks that like Gen Z dresses like they're 80. So she'll often send me pictures of a person on the train and be like, guess how old this person is? Are they 81 or are they 11? <laughs> and you That's can't great. tell. Yes. They have like big white sneakers and big mom jeans. And That's so true. And Taylor I was like, Swift. I'm, I'm going to guess 11 on this person. And then she sent me the full picture and it was, it was definitely like <gasps> someone who's probably 30, but looks 11. And they were, I mean, she really, they look oh, so really? young and they're reading a book about getting sober. I mean, this person doesn't have a wrinkle <laughs> on their face. They just have like wow. a cherubic face. And I'm like, well, this person's reading like a cool sobriety early. book. I know. I think it's so great. Who was I just talking to that? I was like, did you, oh, a friend of mine got so, he went to like rehab when he was like 12 or something. And it's just so interesting. I remember Jim Norton got sober really early. Mulaney did and then had relapsed. But I mean, he got sober really early as well and was a big influence on me. That's um, Taylor Swift has been she, her newest outfit that she's been spotted out in is one of my favorites of all time. She looks like a postal worker, like a hundred, like sexy, <laughs> but like she's not, you know, she has this song vigilante shit. That's like, you know, I don't dress for women or for innocence. Lately, I've been dressing for revenge and she is dressing just for herself. Like, I think for a while it was like, oh, what's going to project that I'm in my single girl era or what's going to, and it's just the outfit she wore the other day. We should put it up if you can find it, Noah. It's like she was walking into Electric Lady Studios, which is where they always snap a picture of her. But um, I wanted to talk about Taylor Swift, her latest announcement during the Saturday night Minnesota show, which we were in the Minneapolis show on Friday night. Saturday night, she had a big announcement. Oh, wait, let's look at this picture. Yes. Oh, oh, so oh accurate. God. Cute the little cool. navy baseball cap. Yep. Big oversized white button down. And Thank then a you. cute little mini with pleats. Mini in light blue, uh, dark blue hat, like pinstriped white um, oversized shirt. And then what kind of shoes are those? They're Oxfords? almost like creepers or docks. Oh, yeah. And then she has her socks are like frilly and pulled up just to her ankle. And she just looks so perfect. And I love this look so much. Um, But she just said at her concert. You can pull that off, by the way. I think so. Of her. Um, And so (laughs) I was at her show on um, Friday with Noah. But on Saturday, before we talk about Friday, she made an announcement that, um, you know, her Speak Now album is coming out, the re-release. And she would not, she would like if everyone kind of left alone the people she wrote those songs about when she was 18 or 19 to not like bring this shit up again. And that she is and, and the way she said it, Noah, do you have the quote of what she yeah, said? I have it. Cause I really loved what she said as she introed the song as well. She goes, I'm not putting this album out so that you should feel the need to defend me. We have all grown up. We're good. And then she said, and and then she, she performed go- Dear John. Yeah, but before she performed Dear John, which is about John Mayer, we all know it. And it, Dear John is, it's not because it's called Dear John. Dear John is like a type of letter that a lot, people don't know the double meaning of the song title. And they think oh. that she just wrote a song called Dear John. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's double. There's a, used to double be a, a TV show and it would start off with. I, th- I think it was John. called Dear John. There was like a whole song. Yeah. About a it. Dear John letter is like a letter you write to someone when you're like breaking up with them i think yeah forget like right. the connotation of it but yeah so 
It's so good. It's the best. It's one of her best songs ever. And it's like one that Swifties like just, you know, have a lot of affection for because it's just one with a lot of like anger and feelings and da da da. And it's up there with All Too Well. So we've been dying for her to do it for a secret song, which is one of the two songs she plays during the show that she is not in the set list. And she hasn't. Um, but she made this announcement because people went so hard on Jake Gyllenhaal with the re-release of Red. They went, we didn't, I don't even know what they did the first time because I wasn't a Swifty, but like I didn't go hard on them the second time, but I witnessed how mean everyone was and how, um, you know, just his Instagram is littered with Swifties. Just, I mean, it's an army, you know, <laughs> that God. is sicked on you. And it's, and it's now she's re-releasing this album and, so there's a song, Dear John, on that album. And she said before she sang, she was like, and um, and now, and I'm only saying this because I'm about to sing a song because I like the song, not for any other reason. It was the way she said it's way more eloquent. And she's like, so I'm going to play Dear John. And it was like, yes. And she goes, the only reason I'm playing this is because I'm proud of this song. I'm going to play Dear John. And then that's how she said it. It was like perfect because like, that would suck if I wanted to talk about something or if like you wanted to write a song about someone and then they like everyone attacks that person. But then the onion had a really funny, funny uh, post about like, Oh God. Cause I, cause I was thinking like there was a part of me that thought she could have done this during the Jake Gyllenhaal thing. Like she had this capability the whole time to be like, to, sick her fans off of people mm. but she chose not to during red <laughs> and i i would say if i really knew to like taylor uh, if you're if you're watching i know that y it just occurred to you to do it and you would have done it then too because you don't give a fuck about him either but there was a part of me that was like uh you know what i don't really care about john mayer like he doesn't <laughs> i'm not mad at him anymore can you just like not be that mean to him but like this other guy i'm just gonna hush hush on this one um <laughs> I wonder what if it has, has anything to do with John Mayer saying that thing about, like, I felt terrible when I found out that song was out about me. Did he say that? Yeah, he was like, it was a visceral, like, I felt absolutely awful. I Mission thought he said accomplished. That. I don't trust my memories anymore. Mission yesterday's accomplished. <laughs> That's all she would ever want. The thing is, by the way, Taylor Swift did want to communicate to these men in these songs. I have written jokes about men that I've wanted to hurt and let know how much they hurt me and but the thing is she already did it so at the time she absolutely fucking I think he she mentioned something about him writing to her and she's like and sometimes they send you really long emails that are a little too late and it was like something like <laughs> she was not having it but uh you know whoever aside I'm just saying like sometimes it's very cathartic as a um as a girl who's been hurt to take it out in your act and you do want to hurt them. You do not hurt them, but you just, well, you, you do, you want them to feel the way you felt and it's childish. And that's why she said, I'm 33. Now I'm grown up. I don't need you to like, do this anymore. You know? Yes. And I already did it back when <laughs> it mattered to me. So, yeah. um, I really liked it, but Noah, let's talk about, um, how about Swift we go Jella. to break first? Okay. Let's go to break first. And then we'll talk about Taylor Swift because you've been mighty, mighty quiet and I need you to, cause you're Swifty now. You need to be chiming in to all Taylor talk. Uh, and we'll talk about that right when we get back. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. We're back. Oh my gosh. Noah, can you can you tell us about your because I've done this now seven times. This is my seventh Taylor Swift show. Do you want to walk us through? Okay, so I have seen the light on Taylor Swift. Thanks to Nikki, <laughs> my Taylor Swift shaman. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki was the perfect person to go see Taylor Swift with. Because she, like, for a person with anxiety or, like, social anxiety, I need to know everything that's about to happen and what to expect. And, man, did Nikki know 
every single <laughs> I wish I would have had it for myself that is I'm the same way and so I was giving to you what I wish people could give me before I went to my first yes. one yes it's like um, watching the Wolf of Wall Street next to Scorsese during the director's cut and he's like alright here's a scene where Leo I I have memorized <laughs> now I did it to, I went through the show the other day in my head and I think I had half the show I think it was half the show I could get through before I fucked up one of the songs in the order like I have the 46 songs in a row memorized oh in the well, order and I mean, just naturally not, not from trying it's not just the order of the show like nikki knew the choreography she knew which part of the stage taylor would be at we had literally front row we were on the the barricade yeah, and it, we're the um, row. so like her stage i guess is shaped like a capital i so we were at the like the head of the eye like on the side yes and um <laughs> for the secret song Okay, so Nikki let me know that the secret song is coming up and she goes, Capo on the fourth fret, Cornelia Street. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she said it was from Lover and from our angle, I didn't have a clear indication of her guitar. So to me, it looked like it was on the fourth fret, but I think it was on the second. It was on the second, and yeah. And it ended up being... Um, uh, uh, paper rings, and which I was like, excited about, but when I found out she played Dear John the next night, I was like, "Why do I yeah. keep getting robbed of my favorite special <laughs> songs every time I go?" It's like okay, and hits different. That was her special song when we were up in the fucking thing. In That's one of my favorite yeah. songs, and I was just like, "Ah, I wish I was down there." So I'm happy that I get to go anytime. But yes, um, it's um. It was ma- it was it was magical. It was it keeps getting better. People would think that after seven times, I would think even as a Swifty, after seven times, I would be bored. I am. I don't sit down even one time. I have not had to go to the bathroom even once during the whole show seven times, which I would never have guessed because I go pee all the time, um, and I'm not holding it. And I've just you can I've. If you want any tips going to airs, if you have any questions for me, please DM me and I will have whatever concern you're having, whatever freak out, I will help you. The only thing I can't help you with is getting tickets. I have no insight into that. <laughs> I paid $13,000 for two front row seats at one point and now I have a hookup and I deserve it because I've worked very hard and please don't come at me. I would hate me too if I were a Swifty who like couldn't afford tickets or couldn't find a way in. I would fucking hate me. I it's get okay. it. They, but they I found a way hate in. me. Because I'm I'm not that big of a Swifty. I'm just like okay. entering that world. No, it's if you're not a Swifty and you get a chance to go, do not feel bad that you don't know all the lyrics and you aren't just you, you uh, oh you know every transition you know every little Easter egg and every little thing to shout out like no I was telling Noah like no one cares no we all it's the most like loving atmosphere and yes there are some girls that are like I'm a bigger Swifty than you and kind of having that attitude but. By and large, no one gives a shit and everyone kind of, I realize for the most part, not everyone, most people don't know every single song that are, that are there. So don't worry. What were You're, you anxious about, Noah? Well, I mean, th- it was very intimidating. I mean, this is like a stadium full of like hardcore fans. I brought, it was just like kind of like um, Nikki texted me on Thursday. The show was on Friday. So like yeah. I didn't really have time to plan <laughs> an outfit turnaround. or anything. So, uh, you know, just like the the whole like rush of it, I like time to prepare and to think about, but it was actually better that I didn't because um, it was so funny when I got to Minneapolis, um, it's kind of like a, like a very like gray single toned 
uh, city, but all of a sudden on every corner you see these like sparkles and hot <laughs> pink and like a glistening cowboy hat and all these like Swifties are slowly starting to like emerge in yes. the streets the closer you get to the stadium. And it was really cool. Um, it really reminded me, I guess, of like what uh, people who are fans of wrestling are like. It's like the WrestleMania of yeah. pop concerts. That was awesome when you said that. I was like, oh, that's cool. And now I see the appeal of that thing that yeah, I did before. Like you, it's, it's something that like only you and the people in this universe understand the obsession. Yes. And it's very friendly. I liked how when we were going uh, up to the stadium before security, the whole thing with security, oh, yeah. um, all, all the girls are like, can you take my picture? Can you take our picture? And you're like, yeah, oh, this is like a common thing in Swifty world. You take each other's pictures. Yeah. We had some cops take our picture. They were really we asked, nice. <laughs> Nikki asked a cop who looked and sounded exactly like Bill Burr to take our picture. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It was like a Minnesotan <laughs> Bill Burr. I love those pictures. You guys looked so cute and you were so into it. And Noah, you seem to know a lot of the lyrics. Well, I, Nikki. Okay. So Nikki challenged challenge. me to do the cruel summer <laughs> thing. Bridge. Bridge. I yeah. saw that. That's a hard one. And it was so hard. Okay. I, first of all, but I it's didn't worth expect it because it. it's such a, a uniting moment to learn one thing. That's the thing you got to learn. Yeah. And Nikki said that like all the Swifties, like they love the bridges and especially when Taylor addresses the hometown and asks them to sing. Now, I didn't realize that was going to be the first song. So, and it was like, it was like immediate right away. And I was like, what? It's now? I could barely get the sound. <laughs> <It's now. laughs> oh, yeah, I, I put so you on the spot. And I thought though. you were going to do it with me because the video somebody was like the two people doing it. But I couldn't. Oh, shit. Sorry, girl. I wasn't at the point where the, the concert sound was being processed fully in my head. So I couldn't really hear what she was saying. No, and I, yeah. It was not so, a perfect um, intro for that. You'll get up. a second chance. No, when you you're in the great. front row, how's the audio? At first, it was it was pretty hard to understand because the sound was just kind of like bouncing off the different sides of the stadium. But eventually, I got used to it and I was able to hear what she was saying. Yes, yeah, it's hard to hear talk. her speak. Um, yeah. Almost, but it's okay because Nikki knew exactly what she was going to say. So yeah, when I had I a question, like right I now she's up. telling us that she feels powerful, <laughs> that she feels amazing, and that she's is kind it of different every I night. I guess what I'm trying not? to say is, you're making me feel like I'm the man. I would be complex. Like I know all of her little <laughs> into um, song what banter. Was that? Is it the same every night? The banter or roughly the same? No, it's 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 roughly the same. But she has moments. She gives a, a lot of unique moments. But it's yeah. After you know, champagne problems. There's always a time where ever every town we've just. And she, and she didn't start this, but it's like a time where everyone just like claps their head off and it's about, you know, probably seven songs, six songs in. And so everyone is finally just ready to like give her just a huge thing. And it goes on every town, like tries to beat each other and how long they can applaud. But she cut us off in Minnesota. Like it could have kept as long as she like looks around and goes, <gasps> and like, is that and takes out her ear thing. And she's of? like, yeah. And sometimes she cries, like she lets it in. It's a really great moment. It's so she's fun to so be a part cute. of, but you could tell she was just like, we need to keep this show going. And I could like, <laughs> it's, it's, and she was just like, guys. And she like, she knows how to, she just knows how to work a crowd and like make, I knew as a performer, what she was doing was moving the show along, but I don't think most people would realize that. That's right. it. And That's so, why it was so cool to see it with you because you understood it on that level. If I had gone on my own or with like another friend, I I wouldn't have experienced it that way. Yeah, she's so like a you. maestro. She's she knows. And then she was doing kind of fun things where she was like over here and like pointing, and it was like, rah, rah, and that was really fun. And she'd never done that before. Um, but it was there are certain bands that 
cultivate a culture around the concert. Like you went yeah. to go see Dave. Dave's got a huge culture. Culture. Yes. Um, yes. That where all the fans act the same uh, societally and they have traditions that they all do. Like mm. fish is the same way. It sounds like Taylor Swift. The dead. The dead wrestling. And I was just wondering if, if there's, it's so important to garner a fan base. That's like a lifelong diehard fan base. That'll follow yeah. you anywhere. And I was just wondering if there was anything that could happen at a Nikki Glaser show. I, you know, someone was like, Great someone question. wore, to, thank you so much for that question. Honestly, so good because it does it remind me, there was a girl that came to my show and she was dressed in all pink and she was really dressed up. And she was like, I had to wear, she was like, I'm wearing pink for Nikki Glaser. And she was like, and, and I go, you look amazing. And she was like, I have nowhere to wear this to. And like, it seemed like this is the night to wear it. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I would love if there was a thing where people like dressed up for my show and like whatever. I wish there was like, I had more of a theme going. Like I need lead to, in that though. Maybe because- octopus theme. Like you, you always <laughs> call back to the call chat. Back. Yeah. Um, you, you I, I think you do kind of cultivate that because you always get dressed up in these like really cool outfits on stage. You and Anya both do. And yeah. I have noticed that in, in your audience now, the, the audience members are kind of picking up on it too. Yeah. I think that sets the dress code is like what the performer wears. So, but I gotta say, I think I'm going to start switching to like nice r- things and then like sneakers. So, uh, that's because my feet are killing me and I kind of want to move around more but I say that but who knows what I'll really do but yeah that was a great tip you gave me how does Taylor Swift's fans know what to do and how do the Dave fans know what to do like how does it happen did they say something at some point or is it just Taylor definitely says stuff and like and the way we dress the way she dresses you know Mm. I don't know about the Dave fans though. But when did it start during Eras Tour or prior to? No because people are dressing around no, people have been dressing up for Taylor Swift shows. I, I, at, when I went to Red in 2013, we like took took notice of what we were wearing, and like when I got there, it was like, oh, we came underdressed. You know, like we you, tried to dress, dress cute, and it like was like her though, because that's what yeah, I think you dress in now. the era. Like it's she is, yeah, like the it, when it was the Red tour, you just like wear red or whatever. When it was 1989, you're kind of like dressing like the aesthetic that she puts out in the album. And what the, her appearances she's made so far, I think, I, you know, who knows? But I think Era's really brought it out where it's like, it's Halloween. I think on yeah. the message boards, like Fish has huge message boards. Same with Dave Matthews. So people probably- the Warehouse. Talk about- You got a buy like, membership. Yeah, it was called The Warehouse. Because <laughs> of his no song. Way. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I always wanted a membership and I never did. Can someone from The Warehouse please give me an honorary <laughs> membership? I've been dying for one since 2000. Um. So yeah, um, was yeah. Go ahead. No, Sorry. you. So I was gonna say um, another thing was our. I could not believe like what it was like what it felt like seeing Taylor Swift literally within arm's reach. Yeah, she she came mm. um, to our side of the stage. I think it was twice where she was like really like stopping yeah. in front it was of three us three times. Actually, yes, three times. I could see like the glow of the light on her like beautiful little peach fuzz on her skin i know i saw her she had a, a hair on her arms and i was like i want hair on my arms 
like she had like blonde hair and I was shaved mine and I was like I'm growing mine back I loved I because I could see the follicle yes. and I'm like I'm having an insider look right now into something that she has that no one unless you get this close to where you are not seeing this in photos because it's all buffered out and over you know lighted or over lit does but she I was seem like, taller smaller? she has a bruise on her <laughs> she has a bruise oh on this arm Wait, this one right here that I want so bad and it doesn't go away. It's like a permanent, like little, like purple bruise that looks awesome. And I want one so bad. I've been banging my elbow on everything. (laughs) So Another thing I noticed about Taylor is I believe that she does the same thing that Nikki Glaser does when she looks in the audience. She blurs her eyes. She what? Oh, really? Blurs her eyes. I agree. I think that Taylor has my blur effect. She knows what she, blur it, 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 the blur effect. I don't know that she blurs her eyes, but I do. What I do know is that she has the same results from what I do, which is blur my eyes that she does, which is she's not making actual eye contact with anyone because it is very, very distracting to make eye contact during a performance mm-hmm. for me at least. And uh, it is very, very difficult to make eye contact with Taylor Swift. I've tried many times. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, no, no. I really, anytime she comes, let me just say, anytime she ever walks over, I am standing very still with my camera pressed against my chest, which is the same camera case that she, or phone case that she has. We have the same. So I'm sure she's like, if anything's going to catch her eye, it's going to be like, this bitch has my phone. But I, like someone found like a picture of her taking a picture and they saw in the image on the mirror that her phone case was this thing. So I bought it. And if you want to see it i'm holding it up now but um so i just hold it to my chest like this and i'm very still and i just look up and i'm just like and i'm singing the words but i'm (laughs) shrinking because i don't want her to look at me because it will be distracting because she'll maybe be like isn't that a girl like i just don't want to distract her at all because she has a performance to do i'm out of the way i do not want her to like see me and like oh my god she's like i am the opposite of that i even was told that possibly during the Chicago week that I was going to have a chance to meet her. And I had told everyone before the show, if the chance comes up, I'm all preparing you now. I'm turning it down. And I'm in, therefore you will all have it, not a chance to meet her too, because you'd probably come with me otherwise, but we are not meeting her. I am not meeting her like this. I can't do it. I don't want to be in her way. She has to rest. She is doing too many shows. So, um, but no, at one point, the one time, though, that I would accidentally make eye contact, I was like setting down my camera and I came back up and Noah goes, she just looked at me. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I swear to God, you know, I like, believe you. She OK, so she was on like the shaft part of the eye. I don't know. like the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? And I like when um, you say shaft. <laughs> And she was doing that thing where she like looks over the audience, but she looked into our section and and I swear to God for like a split second, I she made eye contact with me and I just froze. I was like, I don't froze. know what to do. And then it was done. Yes. <laughs> she People looked at like, Noah and was like, is that Nikki Glazer? And I was like, oh no, no, it's not. <laughs> Nikki left. That's what she was on. Wow. As soon Wait, as I turned I ask, my back, this bitch heads to the bathroom. How do you blur phone. your eyes? So what is that even? How do you do that? Let what me just do it right now. Okay, I'm looking at the camera and I'm blurring my eyes. I just un, I just unfocus them. So I nothing, I don't know. You'd have to look at the YouTube to see if my eyes are changing at all. Okay, I'm not blurring them. I'm totally um so someone watching on YouTube. I'm not blurring them, looking into my single. Let's zoom in. Okay, and now I'm gonna blur my eyes. Blurred. Anything change? Did my pupils change? I don't know. We'll have to it's see. Like, it's like you're looking through someone. 
like beyond them. Past. Yeah. No, but I can straight up blur. Like I can be looking at a screen like in a movie and it's if it's a really scary scene coming up, I can make it so blurred that I could never it would just be blobs and shapes. Start crossing your eyes, Brian. I, I can't can do it. Eyes. It's a it's a it's a great uh, regret of mine. <laughs> I can't oh, do dear. it. Oh, I would never That's be a comedian things. in the 40s. Some people can't. <laughs> can you whistle? Some people can't whistle. I can whistle. I can whistle. I can't um, do lip trills because I got too much uh, stuff in my lips. No. That? Oh, that. that's a lip trill? Yeah. It's hard to do. With <laughs> I can't filler. do it at all. It's because of. It's <laughs> and I'm I supposed do to do them I'm up really to like mad. a high fucking C and it's impossible. Mm. But, um, okay, so you can't cross your eyes. Can you guys not do anything cool? I can do I, this. Hold on. Oh, the tongue thing. You have the genetic. Double one. Yeah, oh, you have the, the double, double tongue. That's, mm-hmm. I've always wanted that one. I only have the single one. Yeah. Um, and I can cross my hands behind, not cross my hands, but I can like do prayer hands behind my back pretty high. But That's you guys can do cool that thing. weird dance, like flossing. I can't floss. You, you can do it if you, it just takes practice. No, I can't. What is, um, you can't floss? <laughs> what do you mean? Like it's a dance. The dance, this dance. Oh, this. oh. Nikki can do it. Wait, hold on. You go. Wait. Oh, I gotta <laughs> be able to do it. So sorry that my hips, hold on. You go that, 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 wait. Oh, this is so embarrassing. That, that. That, 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 that. There you go. Okay. I got it. Look how fast she got it. Well, you couldn't. <laughs> I can't. You couldn't do that. I lost it. I, you I couldn't do that even with practicing? Like, is this like rubbing your belly and tapping? Yeah, you could do it with practicing. Yes. Okay. You oh, have another so dance to this. Is really I worked 14 hours to get that good at flossing. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I had to work at it. Like, I remember. And once you get it, you can kind of I can't get see it. you rubbing your belly, Brian, but I can I, see you hitting your head. It's really easy for me. I don't know why. To do that? To rub your stomach and hit your head? Wow. Maybe it's from piano. I got it. That's good. Oh, you could be from piano. Yeah. I used to be I harder. Get it. Oh, that's interesting. Can you do okay. the Charleston? No. <laughs> the crossing your legs and arms things and you won't be able to see Oh, where it. you're like... Drum, 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 <laughs> like that? That would where be cool like, to be able to do. Your knees are... Uh, uh, making. An, you're making an X with your arms, then unfolding the X with your arms. I, your knees are... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. But I was yeah. sad that there was no group dancing at Brian's wedding. He forbid it. He I wanted no it. song that was like down, down, boogie, no. down, boogie, down. No, none of that. We played it, Cotton Eye Joe for five oh, seconds and we tried, shut it down. People tried. <laughs> there were, I almost learned it from the guy that was doing it in front of me. I was like, oh, this is a fun dance and I can learn this. So he he was on like his fourth repetition and I was about to start, tr- I was like trying to get it down and then and then you were like, move on to Taylor Swift's slow dance. <laughs> <laughs> but the can Cotton you Eye butchers Joe, shake it off, please, instead of this? No, I, I get <laughs> freaked out by group dances i don't like i don't like i'm going to get some food and then i turn around and everyone's been taken over by robots or something i don't like that i don't like seeing everyone doing the same thing it freaks me out i bet if you got in it and learned it you would have fun have you ever done the electric slide or were you did you get electrocuted as a kid (laughs) what happened to you final thought um I've I've done the electric slide before and I just I just don't like it no matter how much everyone is having a good time. Can you learn is it because you can't learn it or you do you get it down and you still don't like it because when you get in that groove oh man it's so fun <laughs> to be dancing with other people to feel like a connection yeah. with everyone moving at the same time. I don't know why it freaks me out. I just maybe it's kind of like a Nazi march like you don't like that like that idea <laughs> yeah. of like just people walking in uh, or like moving together. You yes, know what I hate more than the electric trauma. slide is the cha-cha slide. 
I love that. That's the down, down, boogie, down, boogie, that one. It has that weird song, the beat. Yeah, I think it's that. Wouldn't it be cool to learn country dancing, line dancing? Oh, yeah, that's the other one. It just looks so smooth. Line dancing, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if it was more complex. I just don't like the... Simplicity uh, of it. Oh, no, there are the complex YMCA. ones. <laughs> the YMCA. That's what I'm saying. If you love the YMCA, and do you love it because you get to do the YMCA? No, I love it because the beat is so good that you can't not dance so, to it. Okay, we need to find beat. other songs that have this beat and see if you like them. Like there is another one, Macho Man. Macho oh Man. My oh God, yeah. yeah. The so, beat. Okay. Is so good what is your favorite song brian what is your like let's like get it into some of your favorite songs i just want to dance to or no just like if you are like let's say you're going to walk to go play basketball and you just want to get in a mood that'll get you kind of like feeling physically uh, good and and mentally happy like a good happy song Oh, a good happy song? Oh, I, or just well, like you're walking it, you outside know. and you're just like feeling it and you can kind of maybe have a skip in your step. When I run, I listen to like uh, really intense rap music. And then when I uh, am trying to be happy, I, it changes all the time. But, you know, I lately I've been listening to You Make Me Feel Like Dancing over and over again. What's uh, that? Leo Sayers. It's a, not a one hit wonder, but close. You make me feel like dancing. I'm going to dance. Oh, yeah, way. I like that one. Oh, um, my God. Was that 70s? Yeah, I listen to a lot of funk, 70s funk. Oh, stuff, yeah. Some new funk. I don't um, think I'd ever hear that song outside of a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I listen That's to a lot so of songs funny. you'd hear at a wedding. Yeah, I like I like listening to, I loved that p- thing that they used to do on the street where they would go up to people and ask what they were listening to as they were walking. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. I could watch that for hours. <laughs> Speaking of watching for hours, last night I watched for so way too long Geo. Geo trackers, geo tracers. You must know of this, Brian, where these guys miraculously can take a random place in the world that, you know, on um on Google, on Google Maps, you know, like when you search your address and like the image on Google Maps that's kind of like a fisheye lens. They take that and it just places you anywhere in the world, and then they can guess exactly within like miles of where that photo was taken for everywhere in the world. And not only can they do that, they can do it in a blink of an eye where it it shows on the screen. The image shows on the screen for 0.1 seconds. And these guys can get it within miles. Is it like a cross street? No, it's like, like like imagine if I put into your, if I put in Google image, your address and it just showed your street facing what one way on your street. Like it's no in the middle way. of the street facing the street. I swear to God. That's amazing. If you don't believe me, it honestly is like, def- but then they had one video where I was watching one of them because a lot of these guys are good at this and they are like all friends and they all like have videos together. And it's, they, it's actually like this whole community. I'm getting into this weird YouTube world now of these guys. <laughs> and it was one Reddit clip that like got me into it. So one of the guy, one of the guys was blindfolded and then the other guy was placed somewhere and then describes the location to the guy just by like what color the the road is, what color the dirt is, um, how much vegetation there is, what do the road signs look like? So what I gleaned from how they do this is road sign memorization, what color the Google truck is, because in certain countries that'll be like, oh, in Jordan, they use uh, uh, black Google trucks. And you can kind of see a little bit of the Google truck in the photo, like a little sliver of it at the bottom. So there's like certain, it's all like there's, there, it, magic's never magic. There's always like a logic to it. So it's like, but these guys, 
They've just memorized all this data, these data points about different places, and, and wow. then it breaks it down into categories. They go, is the sun in the north? Okay, so that can, that has to be below the uh, equator. So I was thinking it was either Sweden or Peru. So it's got to be the Peru city that has that certain type of stop sign. Okay, we're going to go with Peru. It, it's like, boom, down. It's like it's one like, of those charts, one of those, uh, what are those called? Yes. Where you- I don't know what you called. follow it and you eventually yeah. get to something. Yeah, it's so, it's so cool impressive though. because I frequently say if I'm driving around Indiana and I look at a street, I'm like, this street could be on Long could be Island. Anywhere. This yes. street could be in Ohio. This street could be in Florida, except for that one palm tree giving it away. Like this. Look, yes. Every place in America looks exactly the same. That's I kind agree. of comforting to know that places are unique. I love it too. It was, it was sold me on travel a little bit where I was like, oh, this is kind of cool that these guys maybe have, but I don't think they've even been to these places. All they do is just sit in their basements and record <laughs> these videos. I have another recommendation for wasting your time a little bit on YouTube. Have you guys yeah. watched Dr. Pimple Popper? Oh, disgusting. Oh, I, can't I can't wait to watch, watch wet that. things. Only warts. Wet things? Mm. <laughs> I don't want anything I don't wet. Blood, I've never I don't want blood or pus. I can't, I can't stand the name. I, I don't want to watch it because of the mm-hmm. name. But she's if you liked that stuff, you would cool. watch it because it's she's exactly huge. what it's giving you. Yeah. She's so she popular. so huge. Um, she takes out lipomas. Do you know what yeah. those are? Uh, fatty tissue. Yeah. Fatty she lists. has her own television show, doesn't she? It's on like HGTV yeah, she or did, something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've just been watching Deals. the There's highlights. There's thousands of, the, like Anya, go on into YouTube and just watch Sis being taken out. Whatever like kind on Reddit. you like the most. There's, you like lipomas the most? Or something. Yeah, you I can don't just think go I like it. I think it's a way of self-torture, just a little. Because the entire time I'm watching, I'm like, this is disgusting stuff. Oh, see, I love watching warts. It's never disgusting to me. I'm like, yes, get it out of there. Make it fucking, like, <laughs> dig it out. I love it. There's no, like, That's yes. exactly the noise that you should be making when you're like, oh, get God, I can't wait. I, I'm begging. I want Chris to get a planner's wart so fucking bad. Because he's the only person that I can get into that will give it to me. But he won't. I know he won't trust me next to his foot with any I'll be like trying to do some treatment on it but really what I want for it is to grow bigger so I can fuck with it and like really get it big and like oh man I wish I had one so bad I would give anything to have I had one on my foot so long ago and I always look back and I just am like man that wart on your toe that was so fun to pick at and I miss it so much so and so it's satisfying to get it out like you can yes. get the root out yes and there's people on Reddit right that now, like, yes. like, <laughs> I literally go. There's people on Reddit on Wart that will just post pictures of the Wart they pulled out and then the hole. And there's <gasps> mil- there's like probably dozens of us being like, show us the goddamn video where you pulled it out. Why did you skip the best part? <laughs> Film it coming out. We're just like, and then some of us will be like, show us the hole. Where's the hole it came oh, from? Like, we are so sick. And it's just, I'm not alone though. There are oh, other Wart heads out so here. Empty. We're just like, show <laughs> and like we want us, them to like scrape it out pull it a, jo- a common joke in the subreddit warts is like just rip it out because people go there like that are just like first time wart havers that are like what do I do about my wart they don't know that there's like a bunch of sickos being like torture it and make it bleed like they think we're like there's a lot of people helping people with warts but there are people like me who have no interest in that and we want to make them and we're like pull it out with the rusty pliers like we really? just really that's the, the most satisfying well that's the joke what everyone makes is a rusty pliers because it's just like the most disgusting way but we're just like yeah just 
get it, like burn it with fire. Like we love torturing it. So I'm not alone and it makes me feel really great. And um, yeah, so if you're like me, there's there's a place for you. All right, so um, we well, have to go. I wanted to ask you something. There, I was yeah. hiking in Utah on oh. the way to the wedding and yeah. there was a thing that made me think of you. <laughs> it's kind of offensive now, but I, was, I saw oh. a big dry rock and it was covered in dirt. <laughs> But okay. it, it looked like um, really dry skin, and the soil was oh. thick and cracked, and you could just oh. peel off. Oh the yes, little, Gl- and I was oh, like, I was, I really wanted to just peel off all the dirt, and I was like, if Nikki was here, she would want it. She would. Can you not? This. Because it's like a national park. They say, yeah. Well, you leave no trace, but like you could pick off oh, yeah. one little dirt. <laughs> oh my god! You should, if you ever get to pick off something, film yes. it for me. Yes, the especially next time. if it's like skin and it doesn't it was lead to so anything big. bleeding. It was such a huge mound, and it was just little scales of dirt, oh, hardened dirt. I love just, it. And I was like, "This needs to be smooth." And I kind of like, and yes. Allie was like, "We need to we leave." Want it to be smooth. <laughs> yes. She's like, yes. "Go do your rounds." Oh <laughs> God! All right, we have to go. I'm gonna be in Vegas this weekend with um, uh, David Spade. Come out and see that show um, at the Venetian. And there's so many tour dates available right now on NikkiGlazer.com. This fall, I'm going so many different places. I'm so excited. Anya will be there, um, and. And uh, so get those and listen to the podcast. Keep listening. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. And don't be care. And just pick it off for me and film it. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. 
Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.